everybody. Welcome to Whistle While You Work podcast. This is episode 59, and we are going to talk all about Indiana Jones. You're not wearing your hat. You're going to wear your hat. Oh my gosh, my hat. I forgot it. They it's downstairs. They're, all of our listeners are disappointed that I they can't see. I got theme music. Dun, da, dun, 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 dun. That almost sounds like the A-team. Dun, 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 dun. Is that good enough? <laughs> all right, fine. But he actually does have the Indiana Jones hat. He, you dressed up for that for Halloween a couple of times. I did. It's a pretty good outfit, yeah. I think, to be cobbled together on my own. And uh, But the hat is pretty authentic. We got it at Disney World. It's a, it's a little bit authentic. So what's interesting is it's a, it's a leather hat, right? Because when I bought it, for some reason, I always thought Indiana Jones had a leather hat. He does not have a leather hat. Oh, it's not? It is not. It's, the one you have smells very good, though. It does smell good, and it looks good. And because it's leather, it has held its form really well. Yeah. But if you look at, if you watch the movies, it, it's not leather. Like canvas or something? It's not canvas either. It's 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 almost like a wool, really. Okay. So, well, but. It's pretty authentic in the shape and color. Nobody really knows. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, people thought you were actually Indiana Jones when we went to these parties. I had so. a whip. On my belt, you know. I didn't, so, I didn't bring a pistol, but, you know, yeah. it's a different story. Yeah. That's a, that's a classic scene when he just pulls out the gun and the pistol and just shoots the guy with the big knife. You know, when, when, we used to, when we used to teach, you know, gun law, you know, we would use that as an example sometimes, right? Is this murder or self-defense? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For Indiana Jones. Oh my goodness. So the inspiration for today's episode was, okay, so Randy was born in 1981, which was when the yep. first Indiana Jones came out. Yep. And Randy celebrated his birthday. We won't say the number. You guys can do the math. It's 42. You, okay. You don't mind saying how old you <laughs> On his birthday, what did he want to do? He wanted to do what he wants to do. And that was yeah. going to the movies. So I love going to the movies. He loves going to the movies. So That's we went to see, things. what did we go see? And so it just so happened that on my birthday, the latest installment in the Indiana Jones franchise came out. Yeah. So um, very exciting. Yeah. And I was like, hey, I want to I want to go see this. We even got two of our kids to come. One of them had just come home from camp, all sunburned. So that was but he was there to support dad and he likes the movies, too. So. Anyway, yeah, so this actually is a year older than me, because I'm a year younger than you. So Indiana Jones, he's been around a while. He has, you know, so, and we're going to, we're going to talk about the movies, obviously. Yes. We're going to talk about the attractions, of course, because that's, that's an important part of things too. But he has been around for a while. And, you know, what really I think made Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones was who played him. Right. You know. It was Han Solo. Yeah. He's Han. the one. Han Solo was was Indiana Jones. That's not true, actually. Harrison Ford is Indiana Jones. But did you know this, that it was not originally going to be Han Solo? Or, <laughs> yeah, you uh, got yourself all messed Harrison up. Harrison Ford. Did you know that? He was not the first choice for who the movie. Who was it? I, can't, I think I've heard this, but I don't remember who it is. Was it like the guy that was in Westerns and stuff? Famous mustachioed man of that time. They all had mustaches back then. That doesn't narrow it down. But there was one that was more famous than others. It was Tom Selleck. Oh, Tom Selleck. Oh, yes. Tom Selleck yes. is who they originally wanted to be Indiana Jones. And, of course, he was he was he had a TV show at the time that was about to come out, right? Big deal. What was this TV show? Magnum P.I. Oh, well, 
I think they got the right person. So, um, so he had a conflict and he couldn't get out of it. And, and the big reason why, um, George Lucas didn't go to Harrison Ford is because he didn't want to just be going back to his Star Wars cast, right? I mean, he Harrison Ford was big deal as Han Solo in the Star Wars trilogy, and so he just didn't want to keep going to the well, right? It, yeah. And, and seem like that was the only thing. But, you know, it they went back to it. It worked out so well. Um, Harrison Ford always talks about how he's just so grateful for that because he's loved the role. Yeah. Obviously, he's loved the role because he's he's played it through multiple decades of his life. Right. <laughs> yeah, that was interesting. So, I mean, I guess we could we could I mean, people could Google all the other four movies, but the Dial of Destiny is the one that we most recently saw, which is the latest installment. I personally did not love the last one in two thousand eight. That one was I I don't remember leaving Kingdom thinking, of the Crystal Skull. Yeah, I don't remember leaving thinking, wow, that was amazing. So I was a little bit like, I don't know, I guess we'll go to this one. But I walked away from this one being thoroughly entertained, and I just felt like this is what the movies should feel like. You know, I I'm gonna I'm gonna wax philosophical for a second. This is why here. you need that hat, right? I now. do need that hat. Um, well, no, because that means I'd be going and stealing relics and stuff like oh, that. Okay. I would need a I would need the glasses oh. to be the P- Professor Jones. Yes, right? that's true. It's interesting. So sadly, this movie is not doing as well at the box office as frankly it ought to. Although or, it was pretty or, full the or, night or we went. To. That, yeah. that is true. But you know, in its opening weekend, it did about sixty million, um, which which was far below estimates, right? And and it had a budget of about two hundred and fifty million. So this Yikes. was a this was a big, big budget movie. Yeah. Okay. And then the marketing budget was absolutely huge as well. So when you think about it, probably worldwide, for for Disney to break even on the movie, it probably has to clear north of 400 to 450 just to break even. Okay, so in North America, when it only does 60 million in the opening weekend, uh, it's not a good sign. Now, the good news is, is that we've got the July 4th holiday that we're working through right now. That'll help. There's no competition in its second weekend. Nothing new is coming. So so that could help, too. But it's not doing well. And the reason why, I think, is because. There, there are these people out there, and they're called critics. And you know what? Someone should criticize them for a second. Because well, it sounds like you're about to. I'm, t- I'm going to do it right now. <laughs> I just think that the people that have been watching movies lately and they post these lackluster reviews, I don't care if you're at Cannes. I don't care if you're you know, a famous duo in the newspaper. I don't care who you are. If you are watching movies lately and your reviews have been negative and you all know who you are because you're most of the people out there, you need to stop it because some great movies have been coming out and the reviews are really hurting their performance at the box office. And you go and you watch the movie and say, hey, this was entertaining, which by the way is the point of going to the movies is to be entertained. I don't know what they're looking for. But who actually when pays attention to the reviews? Like I don't Well, apparently a lot of people do okay. because nobody's showing up to the movies and then the 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 word on the street is is like don't bother, right? Yeah. And and I think, you know, look, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was not a great movie. Like I said, I was kind of like, eh, I don't know. After it that was not, one, it, it, it was yeah. not. It wasn't a great story, and it did get kind of weird. But at the end of the day, like, was it really that far outside of the realm of Indiana Jones? No. Yeah. Like that's every true, Indiana Jones has some scene where a guy's face is melting off and whatever, and this one just happened to have aliens, right? So what they did, what what George and Stephen did this time. You know, they bring eighty-year-old Harrison. Well, Ford Steven back. Spielberg didn't didn't produce this one, just so you know. Well, Steven Spielberg's attached to Indiana Jones. Yeah, though, right? right. So, yeah. 
so to, you know, I'll credit back to George and Kathleen Kennedy. I yes. Guess, okay. There you go. What they did is they bring 80 year old Harrison Ford back and they basically go back to what has worked so well in Raiders of the Lost Ark and The Last Crusade. And they said, let's have a story about Nazis. That's really who. (laughs) And let's set this story in the 60s, the late 60s, in fact. Yeah. And you're like, how do you bring the Nazis into the late 60s? They did it. And I think they did it really well. Yeah. It, I there for me personally, the only part that I if I'm going to be a critic was there was a lot of chase scenes and I I was like, OK, the action was heavy. I was kind of like, OK, OK, I, that's never something that holds my interest. But I know that my four sons and my husband enjoy that kind of stuff. So I'm like, OK, well, we'll get through this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, if you just I sit there's back no and way I think it didn't run it. out of gas. I mean, there are some parts where I'm like, this thing doesn't have enough. Oh, yeah, gas sure. Tank. No, look. And that's the thing. I guess that's my problem with critics is critics are expecting these these movies to come out with some sort of realism. That's never been the point of the movie. Being realistic, yeah. The, that's the point true. of the movies is to suspend belief and be entertained, right? Yeah. Just go in and have a good time. But you know, there's so many people these days, and they're just so sad. <laughs> they're so sad, and so they make everything. They that need they to do listen sad. to Whistle While You Work podcast. They should listen to this podcast because it's a happy podcast. Indiana Jones was great, right? You know what else they should do. They should contact me and let me plan them a, a vacation you to know what? a Disney They'd be park. so happy if they let you plan their trip. They'd be so happy, right? I worked with a client today and I just, it made me realize that what I offer really is helpful because there are a lot of people that just, they don't know, they don't know much, right? And so going to the parks, I just, I could foresee some of my clients just going and walking, just standing around and like, I don't know what to do or, you know, lost. Well, <laughs> you know, we... Sometimes, then they would have been sad. Sometimes we're at the parks and we're complaining like, get out of my way because we know where we're going, right? Yeah, but and most it, people it don't. is a good time to step yeah. back and remember like, these people don't know what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> Bless their hearts, right? And by the way, they're trying to have a good time, right? Yeah. So that they can go and watch Indiana Jones and, and be entertained. Yeah. So let's just talk about um, the Indiana Jones attractions at the parks. You want to so go to the I, attractions or? Well, whatever. What, what, what do you think we should do? Well, I want to talk about the movies a little bit more. Okay. Okay, because there's some things that I learned that I didn't realize. Let's hear it. So one of the things I learned here, in fact, just before we started, right, was actually that, so there's five movies in the franchise, right? So the first one was Raiders of the Lost Ark, 1981. And then the the next movie was Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. That was the weirdest one, right? Well, but, well, I mean, I think the aliens were weirder than that. Okay. But this one was pretty weird, too, if you think about it. Yeah. Um. But it was a dark movie. So some of the things I learned about that was, um, so Steven Spielberg and George Lucas were both going through major breakups at the time. And so that that was, and they talk about how that basically, in you know, influenced the mood and tone of that movie to be kind of dark. It made sense. The whole thing basically takes place underground, right, in some caves. It was a dark movie. Um, My mom always says Steven Spielberg must have had nightmares as a child. He must have. There's always someone's face melting. Someone's face has to melt. Well, I also have to throw in there that my dad went to high school with Steven Spielberg. So I'm pretty much, yeah. fa- I'm famous by they, association. And they played tennis, right? I don't know if they played tennis together, but. Well, Steven Spielberg was, was I think, a, a, a grade ahead, a grade or two ahead. But Yeah, so they weren't dad, at the same your grade Your dad level, was like but. on the JV or whatever. And anyways, 
So they anyway, were the same high school on the same tennis team. But Temple of Doom was was. But this yeah, is what I learned. Rough. I didn't know this. Temple of Doom actually is a prequel. Yeah, we learned this from the Wikipedia. I just today. learned this, and I and in <laughs> fact, I didn't believe the Wikipedia, just like my teachers told me not to do. And so I did. So I had to dig some more, and then I found that that's true actually. Yeah. So the Temple of Doom is it takes place in 1935. Raiders of the Lost Ark takes place in 1936. Well, there you go. So it actually was a prequel. And and a part of the reason why was because they didn't want to do another story about Nazis. So isn't it interesting? You go and you watch the yeah. movies and you're like, okay, well, the ones that are not about Nazis aren't that good. The yeah. ones that are about Nazis turned out to be all right. Yeah, so, yeah. We can all rally around a guy that's trying to take down the Nazis. So, it, And that yeah. movie was a financial success. You know, in, in 1980s dollars, it did about $340 million. Um, you know, domestically, which which was a great take overall back then, and um, but it wasn't wait three hundred forty million today's dollar. Is that what you're saying? No, in their dollars. Yeah, wow. in their dollars. That's so it, it That's was a, good. Very, it did yeah, well. yeah. Because back then, um, movie tickets were like a dollar. Considered two. a financial success, yeah. right? Um, the follow up, of course, was Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, which, which, which in my opinion, is the best of them yes. all. Um, Raiders of the Lost Ark being really really good too but but i think that the last crusade was great and it introduced sean connery and they and it was interesting if you if you go and learn (laughs) about um you know indy's dad coming into it um they just felt like they needed to introduce another element to kind of make his to kind of person well to 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 give it the oomph it needed right which was weird because temple of doom did fine but it it wasn't super well received because it was a weird movie. <laughs> right. Yeah. So they so they went back to you know to the script. They did this thing, you know. The, it was decades later before Kingdom of the Crystal Skull came out. Um, obviously, at that point, Harrison Ford was a lot older. Yeah. They they brought in Shia LaBeouf to to play his son. Yeah. Okay. You know, as an actor, he he's not he he's not without controversy, and he is who he is, right? Yeah. Um. But uh, and in fact, he trashed the movie uh, as they were going and doing their oh, media their tour. media tours, right? Which Harrison Ford's like, that's not very smart. <laughs> <laughs> you should you shouldn't trash the movie we're trying to promote. <laughs> and so, you know, it didn't fare particularly well. And that movie was, took place in the 1950s. Um, and then, of course, now we have the latest one. Yeah. And so, you know, what's what's interesting is there's been all sorts of things that have been derived from it. Um, you know, there's there's Indiana Jones books out there, um, but importantly, there are Indiana Jones attractions at the parks. At the parks. Yeah. So I guess let's start. At, I mean, I I didn't do my research because I feel like there are something Indiana Jones um, foreign. I'm, I'm not sure if it's in, in Japan or what, but. In California at Disneyland, there is a ride. Do you remember what the name is? It was very It's the Indiana Jones Adventure. (laughs) So generic. Yeah. But, you know, but you see that and you know exactly what it means though, right? Yeah. So that is, for me, I feel like it's one of those rides where I think the queue is almost better than the ride. Like yeah. the queue is so cool um, just to go and wait in that line, which is weird because most times you don't want to put wait in line, but there's so much to the story so much um, before you get to the actual ride. It's one of those that if you do skip that line, you kind of do miss out. Um, yeah. 
So anyway, but it is the same track and the same type of thing as Dinosaur at Animal Kingdom. I did have to double check, but Indiana Jones Adventure actually came out in 95 and Animal Kingdom didn't even open until 98. So it's definitely first. So, and Disneyland. by the way, so there, there, it actually has a sub name, right? So it's the adventure. It's the Temple of the Forbidden Eye. Oh. E-Y-E. But is that, I thought that was the old name, the previous ride's name. That's the 1995 Indiana Jones Adventure Temple of the Forbidden Eye. Okay. Um, so what's your, what's your feeling about that ride? Do you enjoy well, I, that? I, I do. I think it's great. And you know why? Because I like Dinosaur, right? You know, it's the same oh, track. Yeah. It's the same sort of thing. I think it's a great ride. I think it brings in that nostalgia that you're looking for, right? There's a there's a big gigantic ball rolling at you trying to close you out. There's fire. There's snakes, all sorts of stuff. Yeah. There's snakes. You know, I hate snakes, yeah. right? <laughs> um, you get to see Indy hanging on at certain places doing things. I think it's a great attraction for, for what it is. It's totally what you probably should expect that ride to be yeah and it's it's one of the um you know one of the thrill rides of disneyland so it's definitely not to be missed but again the the line the queue is pretty awesome there so then at disney world in florida at hollywood studios they have a stunt show with indiana jones um and so let me pull up the exact name so i don't butcher it Oh, it closed out my, um, don't you love it when the app closes out and you got to oh, re- you know, refresh? It's just the worst. I know. Our listeners are like, wah, wah. So, um, it's really cl- pretty close to the, um, once you get into Hollywood studios, you just, um, once you can go left, go left and just keep going and you'll get to Indiana Jones, epic stunt spectacular. And so it's kind of unique. It's not just a show. It's a show about them making a movie you feel like you're on the set watching them make different scenes and how stunts are taking place in the show and the stunts that they pull it from come from the first one right? raiders of the lost ark yeah, right they're yeah. all scenes from raiders of the lost ark and you know they they tell you a lot about the stunt actors right and then they tell you about about the props and how they go there's explosions and there's there's pyrotechnics and stuff like that you know one of the things that's interesting is um, they used to use, uh, just like you would in ordinary things, for a long time they used um, firearm blanks right? Oh, when yeah. they would shoot and stuff like that. So they're not live rounds of ammo, but they, they simulate the sound. Anyways, you know, there's been a lot of tragedies in filmmaking. And, yes. and even recently, yeah. you know, there's a thing that happened with Alec Baldwin and stuff like that. And someone died. And, you know, they made a change. And I think it was a smart change because because it it accomplished exactly what they needed to. And they kind of retooled that whole thing so that you could still get the firearm simulation and make it look pretty real without the danger that's associated with With it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that one's really fun. Every time I go and sit there. I always, and you feel like you're just looking at the one stage, like just wait, like 20 minutes into the show, it's, there's so much more yeah, to that they, whole area. They, they so I won't around. give it away, but it's, it's really well done. It is outdoors. There is a giant fan that will cool you down, but it I think is, there's three giant fans. Yeah. There's three sections basically mm-hmm. and three giant fans. I would recommend, by the way, while you're there too. you can, yep. They, there's no prohibition on food or drink in there. You can take it with you. Um, I actually recommend if you go see it, it's worth seeing a couple of times. Sit in different places. Yeah. Right. You get to mostly choose where you sit in the in the amphitheater. Right. So 
find different spots because you're going to get a different vantage point of the stage each time. Mm -hmm. And you'll see just a little bit differently how each of those stunts take place. But that's what it is. They're teaching you about the stunts of the Indiana Jones movie. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say, um, I think we've had problems before trying to go. Like if you go close to like the showtime, you might not get in. So it's something that you do want to get there early for because it will fill up. Or, you know, you can even burn a lightning lane for it and, and, you know, get a special, special cue right in. Yeah. Um, you know, if, if there's nothing else. And by the way, that's some, that's that's a little pro yeah. tip for you at Hollywood Studios. Sometimes you're going to run out of things to do there, yeah. right? And, you know, don't feel like you're wasting a lightning lane when there's no other attractions available. If you've got it to use, use it. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't, it does not hurt whatsoever. It guarantees you admission in. So that's a good one to use. You can get your last minute snacks and still get in, right? Yeah. Now I've seen that. <laughs> Have you noticed I've seen that, that snacks are important to me? Snacks are important. <laughs> I've seen that attraction. I've seen this show enough times that it's not a thing I've got to do every time I go. Right. Um, it's maybe every other time or maybe once a year but sort of a thing. But if someone has never gone or only will go once. But absolutely. If this is your first time or if it's been a long time or you're not planning to come back, I absolutely recommend when you're at Hollywood Studios, you see the Indiana Jones Stunt Spectacular. It's a great show. Okay. So here's let's let's throw in a twist here. So if you were going and you had to pick, you only had time to go to one or the other, would you do the Frozen sing-along or would you do the Indiana Jones epic stunt spectacular? I, w- I would pick Indiana Jones. Okay. Yeah. And? I think the Frozen sing-along is a lot of fun, okay? Um, I've talked about it before, yeah. so this uh, this has nothing to do with its quality, but... It, um, it's just a sing-along, right? It, I mean, yeah. The, there this, there this is, is some novelty and new things with the actors and stuff. Yeah, but it's, yeah. You, you'll laugh. You'll have a great time. You'll get snowed on. That's awesome. But the stunt show, like, that's just, you know, there's not a kid that isn't going to wa- enjoy it. And there, frankly, shouldn't be an adult that doesn't enjoy it either, yeah. unless you're a movie critic, in which case you oh. should stay home. <laughs> oh, did I say that out loud? Did we record that? We're going to have podcast critics out there that are like slamming us. That's fine. Um, we're not making any money on this anyways. <laughs> we don't need to make $400 million. So that's, you know. Slam- <laughs> what was our budget for this? Yeah. Slam away. I got, I'll get you back. Okay. Did you see if there's any, is, is there another Indiana there Jones is. ride? There okay. is. I thought there was like a roller coaster. Do you coaster. know where it is? I guess Japan, but I don't know. Okay. You're in the right area. Hong Kong. I don't know. No, Japan. Disney Sea. Yeah, yeah. It's at Tokyo Disney Sea, and it's um, it's the Indiana Jones Adventure. Okay. Temple of the Crystal Skull. Temple of the Crystal. What was that? Was that that fourth movie? So it opened in two thousand one. Well, that's after. Um, it it is a little bit about the fourth movie, but it's exactly the same ride basically the track it the everything the is track like and everything dinosaur? is just like um the other one in disneyland oh yeah. so it's not a roller coaster okay. it is not a roller coaster it's a jeep ride through 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 the south american temple um and it's based on multiples of the indiana jones films it's not oh. so well, it having not see seen it, it and done it yeah um we can't review it we yeah, can't be a critic you know, <laughs> The characters in this ride are Indiana Jones, Paco, because it takes place in South America, and the Crystal Skull. Of course. And the Crystal Skull's not happy that you're there, so... Yeah, why? Why would he be? His temple, or her temple, I don't know. Yeah. Does a skull have a gender? Well, it's crystal, so it's it's translucent. Okay. (laughs) 
So, okay. Anything else that, I mean, this, we tagged this as all about Indiana Jones. Is there anything else we should, we should mention? Well, uh, this is one thing we should mention. Um, Harrison Ford says he's done. This is it. Okay. Okay. He's 80. He was born in 1942. Right. Um, and you, you, you could tell in the movie, right? Like, you know, let me, let me, first of all, let me say this. He was awesome yeah. as an 80-year-old action hero. Yeah. <laughs> like, he was, I was not expecting a whole lot out of him. Yeah. And he was still doing the stuff. He took the hits, you know. Yeah. Um, it, it was, it was awesome. And there's even a shirtless scene in there where you're just like, all right, all right. <laughs> Grandpa's got some. He's got some muscles. He's got some stuff yeah. there. He's doing okay, right? Got some vein so, pops, veins popping yeah, out. Yeah, you know, you could tell he had to hit the weights for a little bit before the movie. But but it was awesome to watch that. But he's also like, yeah, okay, I'm 80. It's not super believable anymore. And so I could see this going in a different way in the future. Okay. I don't think this is the end of the Indiana Jones franchise. Now, after Crystal Skull, the thought was that they were going to kind of keep it going with Shia LaBeouf kind of taking oh, it on. But they realized that was yeah. a bad, bad yeah. idea. And in fact, the the box office didn't support it. And here, this is where we're, we're kind of stuck. It's going to be a while before they consider this again, right? Just because of the box office numbers. Yeah. They're going to take a hickey for this one. Um, I'd be very surprised if they break even at this point. It's just hard. If you don't hit it big in your opening weekend, it's hard when you have to play catch up at that point. They right. really probably needed to clear $100 million to kind of be in the game, and, and they're going to fall short. Okay, so I feel like we, you, we, we briefly talked about it, but who does the music for Indiana Jones? I feel oh like that's a very important part yeah. of the movies that's i mean the the composer is as iconic as indiana jones himself and that's john williams right right? yeah so he even did this last one right he did he did this last one um so it's it and it it was really well done yeah to the point that you know what's great is sometimes they'll have to bring in a new composer to kind of take over for someone who did a theme for a movie right yeah and they'll have, you know, hints yeah. to those original yes, themes yes. in there. But John Williams, he was able to come up with something both um, appropriate and classic right. and, you know, but, but also new, new yeah. but also carry through his themes for the characters. And again, I don't want to give any spoilers, but but you will be satisfied if you're an Indiana Jones fan on who shows up in the movie. You're going to be satisfied. Yeah. And uh, and they're all old at this point. So, but but it was great, right? The only person we were missing was Short Round. Oh, Doctor Jones. Hey, lady, you call him Doctor Jones. Yeah, you know. And of <laughs> course, Goonies. you know, you know, he just he just won, he just won a, a Best Actor award, right? So, oh, did he? He That's... did. Yeah. So that was kind of that's pretty amazing. That would have been cool if he was in there. Yeah. Well, I don't know. That's that's what I've got. I um I was just glad to just have for again, for me it was just like this is why I go to the movies. Like this is why I go to like a big screen. Like we have a a nice, you know, TV and and screen and stuff at home that we could watch it at, but it's there's nothing like the sound and the screen and the the atmosphere of going to the movies. And that's I just 
for me, I don't like I don't like things that are inappropriate in my eyes. And I did not feel like, oh, this is so awkward or I'm I yeah. don't want to be watching this. Like it was just yeah. a fun movie. Yeah. So. Good, appropriate, wholesome, yeah. Entertainment. you know, beat the Nazis movie. Right. Which is how it should be. Right. You know, the Nazis should lose every time. And, you know, you're not going to be surprised by the outcome. You know how these things go. <laughs> You know, you, you'll well, be a little surprised. Yeah, yeah. You'll be a little surprised. There are some surprises. Yeah. There are definitely some surprises. But, you know, the Nazis lose. They have to. Right. Yeah. Um, and um, and good and good riddance. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but it was I think they just again, I'm just. Y'all go see the movie. Yeah. Go see it again. Will you please? Because I just I, I enjoyed it, Um, you know, this is not one of those ones where you'd sit there and say, oh, well, that's not real. Of course, it's not real. <laughs> yeah, no, I <laughs> thought know? it was it was so good. Um, but, you know, neither was neither was the Ark of the Covenant zapping all of those people or the guy that ripped the heart out of the person in the cage in the Temple of Doom or the or the the goblet, the chalice. Right. In right. the last crusade, you know, melting that guy's bones because he chose poorly. <laughs> Um, Have you, you know, seen these movies a few times? I've seen these movies a few times, and you know what? I love them all. Right? <laughs> I even like the alien one. It wasn't the best, but I like it. Yeah, you like the motorcycle. There's a motorcycle in that one, right? And that one started out, and this is why everyone hated the alien movie. I don't think they hated the alien so much as Indiana Jones survives a nuclear blast by hiding in a refrigerator in the first five minutes, right? You remember that's how that movie started? <laughs> I do not remember that. Yeah, and so they're out like in the middle of New Mexico doing you know nuclear bomb tests and stuff like that or wherever they were, and yeah. you know he hides in a refrigerator and survives nuclear fallout and... Yeah, that's not believable. You know what? Doesn't have to be. It's Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, maybe my special editor can can put some Indiana Jones music in our no, recording today. No, I don't want to get sued. Oh. Oh, well you you hum you hum the tune. I sang it that is I own that one. That's me. <laughs> you own that one. Yeah, that's me. That's my voice. That's my artistic interpretation. Free license for artistic interpretation, okay? Okay. Not for profit. No public performance. All right, guys. Well, if you um, want something else that's free, and that would be my travel planning services, if you would like help planning a trip or know someone that's, you know, it doesn't have to be tomorrow. It can be a trip that's a year from now. I'd yeah, be happy to, to Tokyo Disney Sea. Yeah. To go ride the Indiana Jones Adventure Temple of the Crystal Skull. You know you want to go. I do. Let's go together. So we're on Whistle While You Work podcast on Instagram. Reach out, send me a message. We'd be happy to to chat. Let us know what you think. Let us know, you know, be, but we can handle some criticism if if someone else has a criti- uh, criticism of Indiana Jones. I don't know. Maybe Randy can't. Yeah, we'll see about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, we are not accepting criticism. I take that back. Like like these movies. <laughs> like these movies. All right. Y'all take care. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.